0: Well, hello there, listener. My name is Matthew Renfro, host of The Fro Show, and you're listening to another great 4 Eyed Radio product. For more shows, check out ForideRadio.com.
1: Hey there, Eric here from Socially Awkward Studios, and this Four-Eyed Radio presentation is being proudly brought to you by Raven Designs, illustration and design that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit ravencruise.com. It's the Ranger Command Power Hour. Come on, this. Today on the Power Hour, episode 43, Ranger Nation Spotlight, Steven Zarita, and Hyperdrive Pictures recorded on June 7th, 2015. Welcome to the Ranger Command Power Hour on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. the Ranger up with your host, I'm Eric, also known as Trek B47. This episode is brought to you by Revenge Lover, illustration designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. Today we have a special Ranger Nation Spotlight with Steven Zarita, animator, director, writer, editor, visual effects artist for Annoying Orange, the Sour Rangers short and hyperdrive pictures on YouTube with Power Rangers Essentials, interviews from Power Morphicon, visual effects tutorials, original content, and more. Welcome to Ranger Command, Steven.
0: Thanks, Eric. I'm really glad to be here.
1: Yeah, glad to have you on. Originally, you were on episode 20 of our show when we had one of our uh, Power Morphicon detox episodes.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was, (laughs) man, that 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 was a detox. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that was a while back now.
1: So how are you doing?
0: I'm doing good. I've been keeping up with uh, everything going on in the Power Rangers fandom, and I've been really enjoying Dino Charge and... Working on nice. my own projects here and there, so keeping busy.
1: Very nice. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you were watching Dino Charge. It's pretty good. Like, it's really good.
0: <laughs> it, it is really good. Jud Lynn, you can tell this is a Jud Lynn season because, I mean, episode one has so many great moments that just felt fun and adventurous, and it felt like it was building up to something. I think the intro alone, it starts with that space battle. I was like, wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah, me too. It felt very Star Wars-ish in the beginning.
0: Definitely. Yeah, that's the way to start a movie, and I guess it's a great way to start a TV show.
1: <laughs> it really is. This hiatus is killing me. I'm ready to get yeah. back for some new episodes.
0: Yeah, they did the hiatus after, what, eight episodes this time? I think last series was after 10 episodes, right?
1: Yeah, was it was it also after 10. I, I think it was 10. Yeah.
0: This one barely got the wheels rolling, and then now we just have to wait for who knows how long. I kept thinking, like, oh, I must have missed out an episode. You know, I, I think I've only mm-hmm. seen, like, seven or eight. And I looked up the episode list before, <laughs> the, and I said, no, I've I've seen all of them. Th- those are really it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I wish we at least got to see those last two episodes that they released the synopsis for. Because that's your Gold Ranger introduction right there.
0: yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a weird place to leave off a hiatus. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a cliffhanger to introduce a gold ranger. And then just you're left with questions like, oh, well, how's this going to factor in? What's this guy all about? You know?
1: Yeah. And that's that's what they did uh, last season with Super Megaforce. They introduced Orion and then boom, it was hiatus. And, and you're like, wait, who's this guy? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I thought they were going to do the same with, with this season because that's how you do a summer cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: You gotta end on something big because, you know, it's essentially a, a mini series finale, right? I mean, mm-hmm, exactly. season finale. Yeah. yeah. You gotta you gotta give something really big to, to leave off on.
1: And that's what all these big network shows do. They have their mid winter finale and then come back after the holidays, and then you've got that rush into the May sweeps, and there you go.
0: Yeah, uh Agents of Shield did that. I mean, there's like so many finales on that show and it's only two seasons. But they do it they do a great job of leaving you hanging and then, you know, also leading into their Agent Carter thing too. It's actually really really wise what they're doing.
1: Oh, exactly. Yeah. It's it's very cool. Well, let's get into the news a little bit. I figured, you know, we can treat this like a regular show because a lot happened this week. Yeah. First, the Dino Drive power up was revealed. Live action pictures were found by Nightmare 10 of the Power Scoop. And these were production design images from Tracy Collins of Perception Projects LTD, uh, who worked as a production designer for Dino Charge and Dino Supercharge. The last picture and all of these production design images, which were really cool, they had uh, sketches for like Sledge's ship and his throne room and some really cool design stuff where if you're into movies and production design uh, like I am, it's very fascinating. But they also included kind of like an in-show picture of the six main Dino Charge Rangers, including gold in the Plesio Zord with the new battle armor mode that was first seen as toys at this last year's toy fair. Steven, did you see this picture?
0: I haven't seen the picture. Oh, I've seen some of the the new mode from the Dino Charge. I think uh, I saw Yoshi tweeting about that and some of the fans tweeting back and forth about the new mode, which is, I guess, going to be revealed in... Is it Dino Supercharge or do you think that's coming out just after the hiatus this season?
1: A lot of people are speculating that it's coming out this season after the hiatus let me actually link you to this in group chat let me link you to this picture because right. i want to get your reactions on this armor
0: all right let's take a look here oh whoa those are toys
1: this is a, actually a, a live image from the show at, oh, okay. at, at toy fair they actually had toy versions of these and people were speculating oh, are we actually going to see this in the show or is this just some toy that they made? What's your impressions on the armor?
0: Let's see. They incorporate the uh, the whole battery cell really well. That's kind of a front and center in the chest piece. I really like the shoulder armor. It's, uh, it's a nice vest. It's not, what I like about it is it's not, maybe if I move closer, I would change my mind, but this is a wide image it's not clunky, you know. Like with a lot of battleizers, I know this isn't battleizer. This is just a, an armor power up. It looks like, but battleizers right. will be so clunky. You think how do you uh, how do you fight in that? But this seems pretty form fitting and sleek. It's very yeah. sleek.
1: Yeah, it's very cool. So we actually saw these first at Toy Fair, and people were speculating whether or not it would be seen in the show or not. And now we finally got confirmation that it's it's going to be used. Yeah, And they show it in the, the Zord cockpit, which reminds me of Samurai when they had the, the Mega Mode.
0: Right, so which, which they would only use in their Zords, right?
1: Yeah, but I'm thinking with Judd Lynn, I'm hoping that we see this power-up outside of the Megazord, because that would be amazing.
0: Yeah, I think that would be, I mean, if they want to really sell more toys, they should use exactly. it as much as possible. And yeah, it makes more sense because in Samurai, it's weird that they get the power up that they can only use inside the cockpit where it doesn't seem to make too much of a difference. <laughs> you know?
1: It just yeah. makes them feel better. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm protected driving yeah. this huge Megazord. I'm protected. Yeah. <laughs> It's stuff like this that gets me even more excited for what's coming up after the hiatus. And that's our first shot as well of the Gold Ranger in the show. He looks pretty good. It's cool because even he gets the power-up, which I think is a nice touch. Yeah,
0: keeps him kind of on the same level with the team. It doesn't seem like there's as you know, with your typical sixth Ranger, Mm -hmm. and I know there's way more than six this season, but your sixth Ranger always seems to have his own league of power-ups. Right.
1: Moving on to our next news item... So an interview with Dean Israelite, he's uh, the new director for the Power Rangers movie, happened on IGN. And here's a couple quotes from him. So he said, I read the script and was really surprised by it and thought there was a really cool, contemporary, mature, but still playful, buoyant, and fun take on the material and was updated in a really interesting way. It had this wonderful character that's essentially going to be on a fantastic adventure. And then the second quote is it needs to be completely playful and it needs to be really fun and funny, but like project almanac, I hope it's going to feel very grounded at the same time and very contemporary and have a real edge to it and a real gut to it. So what do you think of these comments? These are the first comments from the director about the movie. What's your take?
0: I think he has his head in the right place because I mean, Mm -hmm we had power slash Rangers thing that went one direction with let's go as gritty as we get. And as mm-hmm. I understand, that was kind of an exercise to show how movies shouldn't go as gritty as you get. Exactly. Um, but you know, there was so much discussion about that of, you know, this isn't how power Rangers would go. Maybe they listened to that. I don't know how far into pre-production they were, but maybe they saw those comments and said, all right, well we need to keep that fun feeling from the show to make this a fun movie. Cause that's what power Rangers is. Mm-hmm. Um, And it seems that Dina Israelite's really going for that. And I'm interested to what the wonderful character that's essential to going on a fantastic adventure part pans out to be, since that could mean that it might focus on one ranger far more than the others.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering about that, too, because, you know, maybe they're focusing on one ranger And if so, who's that going to be? Is it going to be more of like the hero's journey with Jason? Or is it going to be maybe someone more in line with the audience? You know, maybe Zach's the more relatable character and we're seeing things through one of their eyes.
0: Yeah, I would love to see it from the viewpoint of Billy because Billy is so insecure when he starts off as a ranger Mm -hmm. in 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 the original show. And, you know, over the course of the season, he really builds up his confidence. I mean, that's the hero's journey right there. You start off not Mm -hmm. believing in yourself. And every single Power Rangers episode ends with, hey, man, you got to believe in yourself. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, if they just ended the movie that way, I'd be like, hey. And you know what? That's what I want from this movie. And Mm -hmm. it's something most blockbuster movies miss nowadays. I want to leave this Power Rangers movie with, like, a lesson of the week essentially just even if it's like hey you know what yeah. rely on your teammate it doesn't have to be just you that could be one way they go maybe some one guy's really headstrong and doesn't play as a team
1: i think what's important about you know this power rangers movie obviously they're catching in on nostalgia but at the same time it's going to be opening up this franchise to a new generation of fans and mm-hmm. that's the way to keep A long-running franchise like this going that's what they did for star trek with the new star trek movies they opened it up for a more general audience and essentially expanding their fan base and i think it's smart that you know they're making this movie and keeping it tied to the original but i really like the comments that dean israel is saying He wants to keep it cool and contemporary, but at the same time still have the fun of the original series. And the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers had some good drama. Well, you know, I mean, some angsty teen drama, that kind of stuff. But I mean, (laughs) there's still some great moments in that show, but at the same time, they never took themselves too seriously. There's still that humor and characters like Bulk and Skull. So Mm -hmm. I I like that the director, well, he's obviously a fan and he wants to keep that tone of the original, but bring it into modern times.
0: Yeah. You just said Bulk and Skull and mm -hmm. I I immediately wondered, man, I wonder, can you imagine if in a big 2015 summer blockbuster, well, not summer, uh, what is this, February, January?
1: It's going to be a January release, yeah.
0: January in a, in a winter blockbuster movie contemporary, Mm -hmm. if there was just a pie to the face gag with bulk and skull, (laughs) (laughs) like when when was the last time you saw that in a movie?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I don't. And that's the thing. I don't think that's going to (laughs) fly.
0: I know. I know. (laughs) I hope there's something there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now that I've seen these comments by the director, I'm glad it's actually moving forward, even at the end of the interview, and and we'll link to it in our show notes, but even at the end of the interview, he's like, yeah, and you know, the next couple months we might be able to reveal the casting and this and that, and that's what I'm excited for. I want to really know who's going to portray these iconic classic characters.
0: Exactly. And it's going to be so cool to compare and say, oh, this guy looks like this. He kind of resembles Zach or Jason. And then Mm -hmm. this looks like Kimberly. But it's also going to be this weird moment where we're going to have two actors for each character now. I mean,
1: yeah. And that's kind of like the same thought process and feelings I went through when they rebooted Star Trek. I'm like, oh man, now you got, there's two guys that have played Kirk now. There's two of all of these characters now. And it's just, oh, you really have to separate it and think, okay, this is two continuities. That's another point. Originally when Roberto Orsi was still attached to this project, he said that this movie would have ties to the current Power Rangers continuity. But in this interview, they mentioned that and he's kind of like, ah, no comment. So, do you think that they're going to do a new continuity like the original Power Rangers movie? Or do you think they're weirdly somehow going to tie this into what's on TV right now?
0: I think it has to be a new continuity. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's possible for a new continuity to have ties. If you imagine a new continuity, maybe in that alternate universe, there's also a dino charge. And there's similarities with that dino charge. So they might be able to reference things that we're seeing on TV, but it's not exactly the same. So right. it's kind of like fan service, but they still have the freedom to to go and do new things and have new-looking suits and new-looking zords.
1: Oh, that was and, another you know, thing. Did you see those uh, leaked movie concept zord pictures yeah
0: the uh, the transformer zords <laughs> yeah i did <laughs> what, what, what'd you think of that you know i'd be fine with it i figured mm-hmm. transformers would be the way they end up as long as they spend a significant amount of time in dino mode you know i'm fine if they're flying yeah. around as jets or whatever but i want to see the t-rex <laughs> get on its legs and I want to see the Mastodon freeze things and maybe even the Triceratops use its grappling hooks. You know, if they have a ton of modes, that's cool with me.
1: Yeah. As long
0: as those iconic ones are used.
1: Oh, yeah. I would love to see the individual Zords get some significant time battling on their own, because that was something that was so rare in Mighty Morphin Power Rangers.
0: Anytime there's a, an individual Zord battle, those are usually one of my favorite episodes because mm-hmm. then that would give the moment they use the Megazord a lot more depth. Okay, this isn't working. Let's super combine.
1: Yeah, and I, I think in, in a winter or whatever type of blockbuster movie, that would be a huge buildup and really pay off in the end when they are trying everything and nothing's working. And then, all right, hey, maybe we can try this. And they form this... Gigantic Megazord, and that could be the real pivotal moment of the movie. I'm just, I'm worried about the effects. <laughs> I really yeah. hope they get that right.
0: Well, it can't be worse than in the original
1: movie. <laughs>
0: wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You watch that today? It it does not hold up at all. <laughs> not
0: at all. Not at all. It was like, wow. Can I have a guy in a rubber suit again? <laughs>
1: uh The only the only cool Zord in that movie that I really liked was the Falcon Zord. Like that was the only yeah. one that looked super well done. The rest yeah. was just it was bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't even get to see. I think the the Bear Zord looked. It, to me, it still looks blue. Sometimes you know. Yeah There's that that boogie with the bear line. It stands up and I say, and I know it's because it's chrome and it's shiny, but I'm like that's uh, that kind of looks like the wolf right there.
1: Right. Wrong (laughs) (laughs) color. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, moving on to our next news item, the Power Rangers Dino Charge 5-inch Wave, Wave 5, has been found at retail. So this includes all the new Dino Drive Rangers, and it also included the Gold and Graphite Ranger. And Instagram user Mikey the Husky uh, was lucky enough to stumble across the Terra Charge Megazord, the Gold Ranger, and the Graphite Ranger at a Walmart, of all places, in Danuba, California. And the back of the packaging revealed spoilers for the rest of the season. The Gold Ranger bio says, 900 years ago, Ivan was a valiant young knight who dared to challenge Fury for the Gold Energem. Having finally escaped his imprisonment years later, Ivan joins the Power Rangers as the Gold Ranger. He brings legendary skill to the team, as he wields a magnificent saber and morpher that doubles as a weapon. And then the graphite ranger, Prince Philip admires the power rangers and aspires to be like them so much so that he embarks on a quest to find his own energem and become a ranger too. Now, what's interesting about this is a lot of fans were speculating that Riley's brother, was going to be the graphite ranger but now it turns out it's going to be this prince philip who if you've read the dino charge synopsis for nine and ten you find out that's when they first meet prince philip i think this is pretty exciting
0: yeah it's a really interesting i love every season of power rangers kind of the team is all from different walks of life different cliques Mm -hmm. but this kind of takes it and amplifies that with they're not only from different walks of life. Some of them are from different countries and it now looks like at least two of them are from completely different times. I mean, we have uh, Yoshi's character is a caveman and then we have (laughs) this gold Ranger from 900 years ago, not as far, but definitely a different time. It's, it's kind of crazy. It's, I love it. I love that diversity though.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. And that's what, you know, we were kind of teased with from Judd Lynn and some of the crew that we'd not only be dealing with Rangers from different locations, but different time periods, just because of the nature of the inner gems. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a really cool concept. It really looks like it's shaping up. And now I'm even more interested in this Prince Philip character that we'll see when the show returns right from hiatus. Now we've got this one character who sees the Power Rangers and wants to become like them. So he goes on a quest, and now we know he becomes a ranger. I, I think that's a pretty cool journey for a character.
0: Yeah, I wonder if that's... Did you say we already have a synopsis? Does it already, does it look like that's going to be all in one episode?
1: Episode 9 is called When Logic Fails. As the race for the Terrazord intensifies, Wiley must rely on his logical mind to help free the rangers from the clutches of the maze monster. And then episode 10, the Royal Rangers. When the Rangers find the gold energy among royal treasure, they decide to impersonate a prince and princess to lure fury and gain control of the powerful Terrazord. I'm thinking if this guy is a Prince Philip, and if the Rangers are kind of impersonating a prince and a princess, I don't know, maybe there's some big party with all kinds of royalty. And maybe this is where they meet Prince Philip. It all kind of huh. fits.
0: Yeah, that fits together really well. That that looks like a, a fun episode. And then I guess the follow up. Yeah, the episode after that. You know, one or two episodes after that'll be make for some really good development of those new characters.
1: Yeah, and that's why I'm glad Dino Charge has done such a great job in these first eight episodes to really establish the core Rangers because we're going to have five other Rangers in the show. And I would hope that they all get at least some equal screen time to develop their yeah. characters.
0: It's going to be packed.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of these, these story, I mean, the Ivan thing, the ancient night from 900 years ago, that's following with the Sentai because the gold Ranger in that was from the distant past. But the Graphite Ranger seems like a, a new take on that character. So I'm glad that they're really focusing on originality this season.
0: Yeah, that's been something really fun about the season because it's not. I don't follow the Sentai too much. I'll watch a mm-hmm. couple clips here and there, maybe an episode or two. I watched all of. Uh, oh, geez, what was the Super Mega Force based off of? I'm blanking. Go uh, Gokaiger, uh, Go yeah. I watched almost all of Gokaiger and so much of it was like cut and paste for a uh, super mm-hmm. mega force, which, you know, I like the footage and all, but this right. is just, I have no idea what's going to
1: happen next. So that's been really fun to watch. Oh yeah. And you know, with the producer, like Judd Lynn, it's great. <laughs> I'm full into power Rangers right now. so
0: <laughs> Yeah. It's so much better. It's, It's ridiculous. I'm so happy for it too. I mean, it's really on an upswing between this season and then the movie coming out. And I'm sure, you know, once the Mm -hmm. cast gets announced, we're probably going to get a major development from that movie every other month, if not every month, you know, it's going to be way in the public sphere.
1: Oh, absolutely. And who knows what's going to happen at the next paramorphicon in 2016. Like they might have the entire cast there to promote the movie. It's just going to be amazing.
0: Yeah. I, I hope that happens just because, like I said before, like, you know, I want a picture with both Jasons.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That's going to be a trip. That's going to be really cool.
0: Yeah, that's going to be a really weird moment. You know, sometimes <laughs> I, I hope I don't revert back to a kid and go, you're not, you're not Jason. Austin's Jason. You know, it's, it's just going to be so weird to adjust to that because we've had this show for over 20 years now. And it's just, yeah. it's, you know, Saban is always pimping out Mighty Morphin every chance mm-hmm. they get remember these guys remember jason and kimberly and all and it's going to be so weird you know do you think they're going to throw them off they're probably not going to throw them off to the side but it's going to be weird for them to be a new face of the mighty morphin power rangers
1: yeah it's it's definitely going to be different and who knows if this is a reboot and if they want to keep it in continuity somehow <laughs> wouldn't that be crazy if something like zordon came back and he resurrects the Mighty Morphin powers for a new age. And they're not Jason and, and Billy and Kimberly. They're it's a new group of teenagers taking on the Mighty Morphin mantle. Now, if they did something like that, that would be insane. Well. Then you could have it still in continuity, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm wildly thinking. I'm just I'm very excited for yeah. the possibilities. All right. So <laughs> that's enough news. There was there's a lot of news this week. But now we're going to talk about Hyperdrive Pitchers and then talk about you. This is a Ranger Nation Spotlight. So, Stephen, I want to ask you, did you watch, well, obviously you watched Power Rangers growing up, but were you like a lot of fans where you like reached a certain series, kind of fell out of it and then returned at some point? So maybe give us a little bit of history of your involvement with Power Rangers in terms of being a fan.
0: Yeah, I caught the craze when Mighty Morphin first came on in ninety three. I vividly remember watching my first episode and I followed it pretty religiously up through Turbo. I mean I remember around then Pokemon was big and I was telling mm-hmm. my friends, How dare how dare you ditch Power Rangers Pokemon? <laughs> Which, you know, I later got into Pokemon. But I, I, I felt like, hey, uh it's recess. I'm here to play Power Rangers and you're throwing Pokeballs at each other. Um <laughs> but yeah i i got out of it i slowly got out of it uh Mm -hmm. around in space because you know i was so attached to that cast that they had running through the first half of turbo and then they changed casts and i kept watching because at least the turbo powers were familiar and then Mm -hmm. right around when i got really attached to the new cast in space happens those turbo megazord rescue megazords are gone and i'm there were so many changes, you know, there's, they're not yeah. eating at the juice bar anymore. They're eating at uh, the place that has really good fries. I can't remember the name and, <laughs> you know, no more power chamber. It's an astro mega ship. That's one, that's only two zords and not five. And I just like, I started watching really intermittently. And mm-hmm. even today, I think the, the first couple of in space are kind of rough. It doesn't hit its stride till later on. And yeah. I caught a, a little bit, just a little bit of Lost Galaxy. Like if I happened to be passing the TV. But after that point, I, I just dropped off. Mm-hmm. So it was a slow drop off from the end of Turbo to Lost Galaxy. And I, I dropped off until, let's see, I caught Dino Thunder towards the end of its run. And, okay. you know, they had Tommy being back was a big incentive to watch again. And they, they did a pretty good job of tying it back to Mighty Morphin. Yeah. Uh, with, you know, the larger continuity. And then I stopped again. I, I didn't watch SPD. I watched Overdrive because that <laughs> was around when the first Power Morphercon was announced. Okay. And I knew that there was a new anniversary episode coming out. And mm-hmm. I think at the time, you know what a big part of it was, is as a kid, I had the, uh, the original Morpher. And yeah. we lost it in a move and a running joke in my family if my mom would ever say, oh, you know, I found something. Guess what I found today? I'd say, hey, is it at that Morpher we lost, you know, 10, 15, <laughs> 20 years ago? And one day she just kind of laughed and said, you know what? I'm just going to buy that. And I thought she didn't mean it, but I she found one on eBay. And this is in that range when they weren't collectibles. So it was fairly cheap to get it. Yeah. So she just surprised me with it. And then that got me back into it around uh, Overdrive. And that wasn't a great season, but I enjoyed seeing Johnny and Bosch back oh yeah so after that i started re-watching a lot of shows we upgraded our cable and i could see it on disney xd and then i just watched every other season or so and then once after that hiatus in 2010 samurai came out
1: the dreaded hiatus that we didn't even know if power rangers was ever going to be a thing anymore
0: it was so weird yeah weird and that remastered power rangers was so so bad i mean i'm so glad (laughs) the dvds are out now because at the time there were no Mighty Morphin DVDs. So I just recorded every episode and put it on a DVD and I was kind of going, is this all I have to remember it by, you know, <laughs> uh, man, I don't like those comic spins, <laughs> but you know, I've seen those. Yeah. Oh man. I'm so happy. But uh, yeah, I got into it really around Megaforce cause I saw, go kaijer and i was mm-hmm. excited about the anniversaries again and i moved to la and i realized this is where all that ranger stuff happened and i mean entertainment happens here so just now i was at the vasquez rocks which they filmed the first episode of power rangers at. i actually i'm pretty sure i found the part where they the place would they more for the first time
1: oh so that's like, oh man
0: i was gonna try and shoot a, a little thing there but we didn't have time and just being in proximity i've just been getting back into it and mm-hmm. actually just yesterday got the uh one of the remaining legacy collections with you know 100 the 198 disc legacy collection thing so oh you
1: you got the helmet
0: yeah 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 so i'm actually gonna i'm gonna catch up on all those because people were saying oh you got to watch time force you got to watch rpm so Mm -hmm. i'm saying i'm just gonna watch all of them because i had a everything up through lost galaxy on dvd and i watched through it and i loved it like looking back now in space is one of my favorite seasons lost galaxy is phenomenal They do a lot of new things. It's just when you're a kid, you don't like change. And now watching it, I say, (laughs) whoa, I never thought Power Rangers could be like that. So I'm looking forward to all these seasons I missed out on.
1: That's going to be a lot of fun for you. I echo what everyone else is saying. Time Force is such a great season. It's, It's really cool. I'm glad you got one of those helmet collections because I guess Shout Factory, they said that they're starting to run out of them. Like that, they're yeah. kind of like in their final stretch for those. I got one when they when they first released them, and for me, it's such a centerpiece of my collection. It's a iconic Red Ranger helmet. It's, oh, yeah. it's so great. Yeah,
0: I'm uh, gonna love that.
1: I love doing marathons. Recently, I did a RPM rewatch, and it was so great to go back to one of those great seasons and watch it again going back, I think last year or right when the DVD set came out, I tried getting back into Mighty Morphin and I could only watch maybe two or three episodes in a row before I was like, okay, I need a break from, (laughs) from the lesson of the day kind of thing.
0: Especially that first season. That first season is so dated. I love how cheesy it is, but yeah, it's so dated. It's so typically nineties. And you know, later on, they start ditching a lot of the nineties fashion and get something a little more relatable. And right. It's a lot more bearable. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
1: but yeah, those, some of those early episodes were kind of rough, but that green with evil saga, that was the turning point for a lot of people.
0: Yeah. I remember when that hit, that was all the talk on the playground.
1: Oh yeah. My school too. I was in uh, sixth grade when power Rangers came out and one screen with evil hit everyone was talking about it and that was like the cool thing to be into i was glad i got into it on the ground floor with the first episode mm-hmm. so i want to talk about hyperdrive pictures a little bit this is your youtube channel so I wanted to ask about your background in filmmaking. How did that happen?
0: Well, it has to do with one of my other nerdy loves. Uh, I watched, I rewatched Star Wars when I was fourteen. It was in that kind of weird era where it wasn't on DVD yet. It was hard to find a copy of the original trilogy, mm-hmm. uh, so I hadn't seen it in about ten years. I had just been going off of video games and expanded universe books, but I, I rewatched it. And I had this moment where I said, wow, I really want to make movies that get reactions out of people like this movie got a reaction out of me. So for the rest of high school, I was just making movies every week or month with my friends. And then after that, I had the film club. I started up the film club again in high school and did more stuff there. I went to the University of Texas at Austin to study film. Mm -hmm. So I have a bachelor's in sciences degree from them for that. And more importantly than my degree, I actually joined the uh, on campus TV station, Texas Student Television. And I spent most of my time in there, literally most of my time, I was producing oh, wow. several shows every week, we had a video game show, we had an entertainment news show, I worked on a new a regular news show. And I learned so much from that of, mm-hmm. you know, making stuff on a consistent basis and working with other people. And there's so many different types of content we were making, it kind of gave me a really good Flexibility for filmmaking. And then obviously there were the student films I was doing too. So I was making right. tons and tons of stuff in college. And that's actually when Hyperdrive Pictures started too, it was in the middle of all of that.
1: Oh, cool. So obviously Hyperdrive, that's the Star Wars connection, right?
0: Right. I was trying to think of a name in college and I said, I want a name that connotates fast and intense and fun and i like sci-fi and the hyperdrive that's sleek and cool and fast and in your face you know that star streak effect is classic so i went with hyperdrive pictures to communicate that
1: so what was your first power rangers related project that you did
0: I did a couple VFX tests in high school. They weren't that good looking back. But, you know, I when I got that morpher back, I said, oh, well, I have a blue sheet. Let me see if I can do a, a morphing video. And I did a couple crude ones. They're still up on my other YouTube, actually, with a surprising amount of views because I was trying to make a my own Power Rangers episode. And unfortunately, it was right after I, I graduated col- or high school. So mm-hmm. we started filming it. But, you know, everybody went off to their separate colleges. So it fell apart. But then, let's see, after that... Actually, I did a, a video on Hyperdrive that was a parody of Mighty Morphin again. And it was a parody of the whole why is the Yellow Ranger Asian <laughs> thing that's been going around. <laughs> Yeah, I went back to Austin and I met up with some of my college friends and we shot this video where I feel really ashamed to give the saber tooth tiger coin to my Asian friend and I, I try making excuses like you know what this is the only one that's left so I think it's yours and she says well why don't I trade with you and be the red range and I I start saying mean things like oh no you can't be red you're a girl uh, and she gets really mad at me and my favorite part is when we morph you know we're going mastodon triceratops and when it's her turn to say saber tooth tiger she's in the effect she has the morpher in front of her and she just says no i'm not gonna do this guys and then it cuts to the <laughs> other guy pterodactyl tyrannosaurus uh and cuts back to her uh, no i i'm I, i'm really not doing this this is really racist uh, i'm done <laughs> goodbye and she just walks out of the effect so i think that was and that one's got a good amount of views too i love that one
1: so are we just hanging out here or Whoa! Oh, holy crap it's steven How'd you get here?
0: Teleported. Wait, where did you get a teleporter from? Power Rangers? Precisely. (gasps) Yes! James, you're very strong. The power of the Triceratops will be yours, as the Blue Ranger. Prodigious. Kyle, you're a strong fighter. I'd be honored for you to fight by my side, as the Black Ranger
1: more phenomenal!
0: Mm. Uh, Winan, you are very loyal and trustworthy. And that's why you're going to be the Yellow Ranger. Uh. Nope. No, just, just take it. It's, it's, it's kind of racist. Um, I, I know, but I mean, like, I gave all the other ones away, so I kind of, this, I mean, it was the only one I have left, so it means...
1: And um, which
0: one do you have? Well, I am the Red Ranger. Right. Hey, look, I'm wearing red, no, too, no, so let's trade. No, train. no, 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 no. Uh, girls can't be Red Rangers. Um, I mean... Once a coin chooses its user, you can't just... Go. Changing it back. Oh! Crime. Right over there, guys.
1: Don't change the subject, okay? That's not
0: cool! Glittering? That is illegal.
1: Whoa, wait. We were talking about- Somebody
0: has to do something about that. Hello? Let's do it, guys. Right! It's morphin' time.
1: Nastodon! No. I'm not doing this. Triceratops!
0: This is really racist. Y'all didn't even ask me if I wanted to morph.
1: Tyrannosaurus. I've been subscribed to your channel and thank um, you. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've watched all those videos. Yeah. That was pretty hilarious.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that one landed. That was fun. And surprisingly one of our easier it's, YouTube's weird. Some of the yeah. ones you're you spend the least time on get the most views. But I mean, we literally shot that in like an hour at a park, you know. And it was like a big favor. I was like calling in so many favors, like, "Hey, man, I haven't seen you in the year. Can you come down and shoot this thing with me?" <laughs> oh, and I need you to that beard you've had for like a month. I need you to shave that. You're a teenager. <laughs>
1: It came out really good. And then from there, is that when you start doing like the visual effects tutorials? Because you did one for the morphing effect, and didn't you do one for the teleporting one as well?
0: Yeah, I started doing a lot of, uh, I've been doing tutorials before that, but mm-hmm. that one was a big hit. So I decided to do some more Power Rangers inspired ones. Uh, I actually have a couple more. People have been asking me to do a how to teleport like they did in Turbo which uh, I shot, you know, a little skit to introduce that. So that's in the works. And then also a nice. tutorial for how they did the the new Star Trek teleporting in the 2009 movie and the 2014 movie.
1: Oh, very so cool.
0: So I've got tutorials coming out for that. So that should be fun. So if you enjoyed those first ones, we have some new ones. And then, yeah, like I said before, I'd done a couple smaller tutorials, like how to make a ghost blob from paranormal activity, which is simple, or how to do these zooming effects to make a seamless transition, you know, here and there. But Power Rangers is what's stuck. So, and mm-hmm. I have a lot of fun doing that, too. I think I did a Beetleborgs one once
1: <laughs> just yeah, <laughs> I that, yeah i saw that on your channel yeah. <laughs> did you watch uh grow yeah. yeah 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 that was
0: on right after turbo i watched those back to back Yep. Uh, i'm gonna have to pick up the dvd set actually i still have some of the vhs tapes back home
1: the dvds are, are really well done yeah. i am so glad that shout factory got those and that they released the last volume because for a while there they canceled that last volume so a lot of fans were like oh man we got this incomplete dvd set but earlier this year they released that last volume going back and re-watching that show that's that's an experience
0: (laughs) yeah that's a tough one even the tapes i have it's also such a stark difference between the japanese footage and the american footage like i thought power rangers had a difference but wow (laughs) it's two completely
1: different shows oh geez yeah and then vr troopers which drew from like three different shows
0: i remember watching it as a kid but I, mm-hmm. I don't remember much of it today. I, I might pick that up. It's exciting to think, oh, I totally forgot what this is <laughs> to rediscover it. So hopefully it doesn't disappoint. It was so crazy because back then there were so many Sentai-ish adaptations and now all we have left is Power Rangers. Just yeah. to think back then, I mean, VR Troopers, Power Rangers, Beetleborgs, and then a lot of other spin offs, you know, tattooed teenagers from Beverly Hills. <laughs> uh, it's so crazy that the genre is narrowed back down to just Power Rangers. Maybe with the mm-hmm. new movie, it'll uh, expand again. Because I like that genre.
1: I hope so. And God, I mean, for years, there was that Power Writer trademark that was out there. And, you know, people were hoping that maybe we'd get a good Kamen writer adaptation. And it just hasn't happened yet. But definitely love to see more of that. So can you tell us about some of your uh, recent projects that you release, I watched your uh, La... Buff" motivates the Power Ranger.
0: I love. I thanks. I
1: I didn't even know that this meme was a thing I- until I listened to. I'm a big fan of uh, Rooster Teeth, mm-hmm. uh, and I listened to their podcast. I was listening to their newest podcast earlier this week. And they mentioned the Shia LaBeouf thing and that he filmed like 30 minutes of himself on a green screen. And now people are doing all these crazy things with the video. I was like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then I see that pop up on your channel. I'm like, okay, I have to check this out.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Before I forget, I don't know how closely you looked at that, uh, that morphing parody I mentioned, but the Black Ranger, and that is actually Kyle Taylor from Rooster Teeth. So if you want a, uh, oh. a fun fact,
1: yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, it's, well, it's been a while since I watched that video, but yeah, I'm gonna have to. I have to go back tonight and and watch that.
0: Yeah, a fun fact that uh, that student television thing I mentioned before, mm-hmm. Rooster Teeth pretty much gets at least half of their employees from them. So I'm actually friends with a lot of the guys over there because. Oh, cool! Back in the day, they started at that same station just mm-hmm. like 20 or so years earlier. So I love seeing that connection. It's just it's, it's funny with we Power Rangers to recent Teeth and to stuff I mentioned before. But yeah, that, that Shia LaBeouf thing was fun to do because I'd been seeing all those memes and I wasn't going to do one, but then uh-huh. I was thinking about the new movie coming up and I was like, man, I, like I said before, I hope there's a moral at the end of it like they had back in the day. I mean, even this Shia LaBeouf meme has a moral at the end of it. He's like, just believe in yourself. And I realized that's the connection um so you know I figured found, that out
1: on Friday. You found the perfect like Mighty Morphin clip for that too. Like the absolute perfect clip. It just it works so well.
0: Yeah. I, I watched a couple episodes, but then I remembered, yeah, when Kim's leaving and you gotta chase your dreams, Kim. I was like, I think that's the one. And I looked at it and when Kim says this has been a dream of mine my entire life. I was like, Oh, this is perfect. Cause <laughs> Shine just talks about dreams. Perfect. So that was fun. Usually as an edit, when you're editing stuff, you kind of get tired of your own work at the end. Yeah. And you know, I noticed some parts of it. I wasn't laughing at except for when he does that freeze frame flex. That still gets me every time. And I, that wasn't originally going to be in there. I was like, I should, let's throw something in.
1: No, when when you did the the freeze frame and then like the Shuki Levy title <laughs> comes up, and it's just him frozen. I, fr- I freaking lost it on that. That that was that was awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, and man. It's, it seems to be getting a lot of traction. I, I've yeah. seen a lot of people on Facebook sharing it.
0: Oh, really? That's awesome. I haven't yeah. seen any on mine, probably because people are tired of me sharing my stuff in my group. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I've seen the view count go up. I've been looking at the analytics and yeah. for a hyperdrive video, you know, we're a smaller channel. We're always mm-hmm. hoping to grow but for a hyperdrive video. It's uh, it's doing really well. It's around like six thousand. It was like 2000 when I left for that Vasquez shoot earlier today. And it's 6000 coming back.
1: Hey, you got a fun. viral hit on your hands, my friend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it. And there's so many of those Shire parodies are great too. I'm having mm-hmm. fun watching all of them. Kimberly. Yeah.
1: You are by far the finest athlete I have ever coached. It is my sincerest wish that you would consider moving to my facility in Florida to begin training full time to compete in the Pan Global Games. Zodan, so you
0: don't have to worry. I thought about it. I'm not going to go to Florida.
1: Kim, are you sure? Do <laughs> it! Just do it! This has been a dream my whole entire life.
0: Don't let your dreams be dreams.
1: Yesterday, you said tomorrow. So just do it! Make your dreams come true! Just do it! But when I became a Power Ranger, I made some promises, and one of them was to stand by you guys. Kim, you also promised to be true to yourself.
0: Some people dream success while you're going to wake up and work hard at it. Nothing is impossible! I don't know what to say. You should get to the point where anyone else would quit, and you're not gonna stop there! No! What are you waiting for? Do it!
1: Just... Do it! Yes, you can! Just do it!
0: Look, I don't want to lose you, Kim, but I just can't sit back and watch you give this up. If you're tired of starting over,
1: stop giving up.
0: I love you guys. Power Rangers!
1: Now, you started the Power Rangers Essentials last year, right? Yeah. And now it returned this past week?
0: Yeah, this past week, we just had our first new episode in almost a year. I guess if anyone's wondering why such a long hiatus, I've been dealing with this hand surgery. I broke my finger a while back in 2014. And just the recovery, the physical therapy took so much of my time. I said, I really just have time for my day job, physical therapy and sleep. So Mm -hmm. I had to put a lot of hyperdrive stuff on the back burner, including Power Rangers essentials. And we had left off in the middle of Green with Evil. So we've been (laughs) in the Green with Evil saga for about a year. Uh, I shot an interview with JDF during the middle of that, that I lost the tape to, but I remember asking him questions like, yeah, let's talk about this next episode. And it's a good thing that interview didn't come out because (laughs) I took such a long hiatus. It would be so irrelevant, but it's back. I've got my free time back. My hand is pretty much recovered. So I'm able to edit this. And I have all this power Morphicon footage that I had to stop editing for largely the same reason, the time Mm-hmm. So maybe during this Power Rangers hiatus, people will stumble on it and find all these interviews. And I shot like 16 interviews. It's crazy. So I, I still have a lot to get through, but nice. there's some fun stuff in it.
1: for people that don't know about your Power Rangers essential series. Can you talk a little bit about the premise and what you do for each episode?
0: Yeah, so there's over 700 episodes of Power Rangers and nostalgia is really strong. And it seems like a lot of people are getting back into it and not just Mighty Morphin, but the seasons that followed. Mm -hmm. And there's so many episodes of Mighty Morphin alone, I just decided, I'd love to make a series where I tell you, these are the must see episodes, these have important story elements. Or they introduce an important weapon, like the power weapons or the blade blasters or Titanus. That's actually the next episode is where they introduce Titanus. So just, you know, you get the important points you can get through the series and maybe even continue on and sample some of these other seasons. Because maybe you say, well, I never watched Lightspeed Rescue. I don't feel like watching all 30, 40, 50 episodes of that. But maybe I can say, well, you know what? Check out these 10 or 15 episodes. And then maybe from there, you'll expand and rewatch the whole season. But just to kind of let people get back in touch with their childhood, revisit these shows, because there's a lot of episodes of at least Mighty Morphin that are, like you were saying, hard to watch and don't have much impact on the show (laughs) that you can actually just do without. I also love talking about the lesson and the moral of the day. Like I was saying, I hope the movie has that. But Mm -hmm. I mean, they were teaching some powerful stuff. And that had a big impact on my life growing up. Oh, yeah. These were heroes I looked up to. So I just kind of want to help remind people of that and rediscover that. And I think people, I mean, we have Marvel movies, two of them every year. People are still watching these superhero movies and looking up to them. I think even though they don't admit it like a, a little kid would, but right. I just you know help them rediscover those teachings and lessons they put in the show, because that was something that I thought power Rangers did far better than most other their shows on TV was, you know, mm-hmm. kind of give people a moral compass and something to strive to and really inspire you to, To be your best and it's cheesy, but I mean, that's the kind of stuff when you get into the real world that, you know, you really should try your best if you want to get the job you want get the degree in college, you know, you really got to dedicate yourself and it's so strange and fun that that's back in those original episodes from a, a kid's show. So I really like highlighting that. And then I talk about the comments that people leave on the videos. And I ask a question, you know, what if scenarios like, what if Rita did this? How do you think it would come to fruition? And uh, I've been reading some really funny answers on there and (laughs) and answering back with, yeah, that's a pretty powerful monster that you just made up. I don't think the Rangers could win if he just talks (laughs) and destroys the earth. But hey, good answer.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that answer, it was so crazy. It's like, if he talks, it will destroy the world. But this monster kind of has a good side. And you're like.
0: <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I'll leave that guy alone, actually. just
1: Never talk and we'll be good. <laughs> yeah. So can you tell us about some of your upcoming projects or what you've got in the works right now?
0: Yeah. So the next episode from Power Morphicon, the next interview is going to be, and I guess if I remember correctly, it's going to upload the same day this podcast uploads. So it's already online is uh, I did an interview with the alien Rangers back at Morphicon. So I'm going to upload that. And I just found out actually that Raja's uh, cancer fund is still open. So I'm going to try and use that as a way to direct some people towards that. I I didn't know she was still dealing with that. And she's such an awesome person every time I've talked to her. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that can help her out. Cause I think you'll see in the interview that she and Alan are the funnest people. They stuck around after the interview to chat with us and they said, can we get a picture with you guys? which I thought was the coolest thing. And they have a picture of us on their cell phones. I mean, that was so much fun. And then I have, it's not officially in, we're working it out, but mm-hmm. uh, we have a, a movie review podcast on our channel too. And we're going to be doing 20th anniversary episode of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. I don't want to say the special guest yet. He's a prominent member of the Ranger Force, but we're still working out the specific details. It's not set in stone, but that episode should come out on june 30th which is the actual 20th anniversary so that oh, should be a lot snap.
1: of fun i think my podcast needs to do something <laughs> to yeah, celebrate
0: you, you, you totally should i mean
1: <laughs> that, that and, almost and, slipped my mind
0: <laughs> yeah 20th anniversaries they only come once they come and go yeah we lucked out because our podcast comes out on tuesdays and it just happens to be a tuesday so i saw that and i said can we just reserve that one for power rangers guys Oh, nice. Um, we're actually recording that, I think, maybe this week. So we'll have that in the vault for a couple weeks before we release it. But that should be a fun one. I'm going to try and incorporate some fun Ranger catchphrases into that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to that one. I know you do a lot of conventions, I've seen other convention coverage on your channel. Do you have any upcoming convention plans? for this year
0: i should be going to la cosplay con which again if i remember when your podcast comes out uh is the day your podcast comes out so if you're listening to this i'm there right
1: now Uh, (laughs) it's the future yeah so we're gonna be uh, releasing this on june 13th
0: yeah that's actually my birthday so i figured why not spend it at a fun convention with you know what
1: happy happy future birthday
0: thank you thank you i'm gonna be listening to this on my birthday too so that translates over thank you very much
1: you're welcome so that
0: should be fun and then uh i'm doing anime expo after that which uh should be fun but also very interesting because it was super crowded and very swampy last year
1: well that's the largest anime convention in north america
0: i think so yeah it's yeah. it's huge it's kind of fun
1: yeah there's uh anime central here in chicago and it's the third largest yeah it's like the third largest in north america and i think that's crowded so i i can't even imagine anime expo
0: yeah i remember hanging out at a friend's booth and kind of just saying can i just chill here for a while because it's shoulder to shoulder out there and you have a little bit of personal space here that i want to take up you know (laughs) some breathing room but i mean it's always fun and Mm -hmm. the stuff that they're selling is fun and i think i'm gonna make a uh hopefully make a tuxedo mask costume because that would be fun. And then I also get a nice tuxedo to wear out as a result. So that should be fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Anything else in regards to your channel or plans or maybe anything that you could reveal here?
0: It's a lot of Power Rangers. Like I said before, even though it's called Hyperdrive Pictures, I put a lot of Power Rangers up on there, but I do like, you know, I went to film school, so there are going to be some skits coming up soon. I've had an idea for a Power Rangers skit series i've wanted to do for a while and now that my recovery is done that's something i can focus on so you guys can look forward to that we don't have a, a release date yet but i've got mm-hmm. the style i'm working out the visual style for it i've got a couple scripts written up and the cast is cast so that's coming out and then just some random skits They might not all be power rangers related but it's a similar type of humor so that'll be coming out occasionally on the channel and then a lot of collabs i'm fortunate enough to know a lot of other youtube creators so mm-hmm. Uh, some of your favorite YouTubers might be showing up here and we might be showing up on their channel. So you have that to look forward to as well.
1: Excellent. So where can they find you and Hyperdrive Pictures online?
0: You can find links to everything on hyperdrivepictures.com. And you can go to, I think, just about any social media and type in slash picks. P-I-C-S at the end, and we're there. Instagram, Twitter, Vine, Facebook, YouTube. YouTube would be the main one. That's where most of our content goes, and we kind of repurpose it around. But the YouTube channel is where to get to the meat of everything.
1: I've been subscribing for probably more than a year now. So, yeah, I love the things that you do on the channel. I love all the Power Rangers stuff, and I've done some really great interviews for Paramorphicon. So I'm definitely looking forward to more.
0: Thank you. Thank you. A lot more to come. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right well thanks for being on the show today Stephen.
0: yeah anytime this was fun i was glad to make a second appearance this is this is really cool <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah uh, you're more than welcome to come back anytime i'm sure as the movie gets closer and more is revealed we'll probably do another one of our uh, movie roundtable discussions when we learn more about that so if you're up for coming on to that we would love to have you on on that as, i would love
0: to that sounds like uh, a lot of fun
1: yeah as the resident filmmaker maybe you can have a more <laughs> critical eye towards this
0: yeah uh, it's, a, it's a fun filter to look through
1: yeah all right so ranger nation let us know what you think you have questions email us at ranger command power at gmail.com or check us out at RangerCommand.com. Thanks again, Stephen, for being on, and hope to have you on again sometime.
0: Thanks for having me. Looking forward
1: to it. See you later, guys. You've been listening to the Ranger Command Power Hour, only on the Four-Eyed Radio Network. You can catch a new episode every other Saturday. Find us on the Morphing Grid at www.RangerCommand.com Follow us on Twitter at RangerCommandPH and like us on Facebook slash rangercommandpowerhour This is b 47 from the Ranger Command Power Hour and you are listening to the Four-Eyed Radio Network. Ranger Command is now on Patreon. Become a patron by pledging as much or as little as you like every month and receive cool perks. By pledging, you are helping us make our show even better. Go to patreon.com slash rangercommandph to learn more. Thanks.
0: This has been another great presentation of the Four Eyed Radio Network. You can catch more shows at foureyedradio.com.